Hey everybody, coming to you now, I think it's the 14th of October. Yes, it is. We're in a pretty good size rain delay. Uh, we are done with corn. Uh, we got 268 acres of soybeans left to cut and uh, it's gonna be a little bit before we get into it now. Uh, only a high 60s over the weekend, but you know, it depends on how much the sun shines and the wind blows as to how well it dries out. And my guess is the beans will probably get dry before maybe we can get in and out of some of these fields. But I think we're in pretty good shape in most places being able to get in and out and go on down the road. And if I have to, I got a 200 horsepower tractor with the duels off that we bail with that I can put on a 600 bushel wagon and I can pretty much get in and out of where I want to get in and out of. If the combine can get through the field, I can I can get in and out with that. So kind of where we're at. Um, a lot of stuff going on today. John Deere went on strike. Um, the U UAW, uh, the, it's the biggest strike in two years in terms of number of like people, employees and stuff. And it's 35 years, it'll be 1986 since the last time John Deere went on strike. Kind of at the, uh, you know, I'm not quite sure. I, I, in 1986, you still had inflation going on, but this thing was, the ag economy anyway, was headed south. They weren't selling anything. This is just different. This is, this is going to mean more delay in new combines, more delay in new planters, more delays in new tractors. Of course, maybe it gives Deer a chance to solve their chip shortage. It, it's, it's also going to probably get in the way of parts. This, this thing could get very interesting very, very quick. Uh, one of the Biden officials um, talked about liquefied natural gas exports and the fact that energy is getting really high and talking about we could stop the exports, which is an embargo. And if they can embargo energy, they can embargo food. And you've heard about food inflation, food inflation, food inflation. So just we're in the second Jimmy Carter administration, folks. And for those of you that are young enough to have not lived through the first Jimmy Carter administration, uh, it, it's so eerily familiar. And I... You know, history doesn't repeat itself, it just rhymes. So things aren't going to be the same exact. But you're seeing this inflation, stagflation, everything going up. Uh, you know, now some, some of that was kind of in the Richard Nixon years too. But, you know, uh, you know, Nixon and Ford, they tried to do a bunch of stuff. But Carter's the guy who embargoed the grain because he was mad over Russia invading Afghanistan. And, of course, you know, then we invaded Afghanistan, and then, you know, Russia pulled out. We pulled out. I think they did a better job of pulling out than we did, but pulled out, yet they did. Uh, you know, you, you see the Southwest Airlines thing. You're hearing that American Airlines and maybe Amtrak workers are doing it. This thing could get into a supply system. And I tell you what, all the bean counters, all the bean counters that were just in time delivery and we don't want inventory and inventory costs money and everything. Well, right now, interest rates are really low, so inventory ain't costing you anything. Yeah, you got to have a place to store it. You got to have a place to take care of it. But this just in time stuff, and, and I had a person that, that knows a lot, I think, about transportation, and they were talking about barges, and they were talking about how it's so much cheaper to ship stuff on barges versus railroads versus trucks. But with, with barges and railroads, lots more than trucks, you need to plan ahead and you need to be willing to carry a little inventory and you need to do it in big volumes. 
And he basically was blaming a lot of the accountant bean counters at these companies that didn't want to have, they wanted to have inventory control, just in time delivery. And he says they were throwing money away, throwing it at trucks. And, I, and I'm not knocking trucks here. And he wasn't knocking trucks. He's just like, you know, if you do a little planning ahead of time and you kind of figure out how much you're going to need and you have a little storage on each end, you can barge some of this stuff. And I do believe one of the things that's going to come out of this is it would not surprise me if they don't figure out how to barge cargo containers. Now, a lot of cargo containers come into the West Coast. There's no way really to barge unless you go through the Panama Canal, and that's going to ha- not happen. But, but you know, you can go from Boston all the way to, gosh, past Galveston, Texas. I, I don't know if you can go all the way down to Victoria or not, but you can go a long way in the intercoastal waterway. And you can move barges up the, the, you know, Illinois, the Mississippi, the Ohio, little bits of the Wabash River. I mean, there's, you know, in the Ohio River, you get looking at that thing. You can go all the way to Pittsburgh with a barge from New Orleans. And they learn how to put containers on on barges. It, that, that's, that's, that's interesting. But, hey, what I'm going to talk about today, and, boy, five minutes and 20 seconds getting into this is the mainstream media lied. They lie. Now, I'm not talking about ag media here. I, I have been treated very, very well by the ag media, and I think the ag media goes out of their way to try to get the, the correct information out to their producers, their farmers, their listeners, that, that they are very cooperative. I know when I was working in, in, in the government side, you know, if you needed to, to get the word out about something, they were more than happy, more than willing to make time for you to get that out there and, and ask the, the great questions and everything. But what I'm talking about is Joe Rogan took horse dewormer, CNN. And I know CNN's an easy one to pick on. But I, and I have been interviewed. I, I was interviewed one time by the BBC during the 2012, and that's the British Broadcasting Corporation, by the way. They're a worldwide broadcast. And basically, the lady that was interviewing me, she already had, she already had her set up, how she was going to go with this thing, where she was going to go. And basically, she, she was a vegan, and her take was that if we were just growing vegetables and weren't using all this ground to grow animal feed, there wouldn't be a problem with the drought because we'd have all kinds of ground to grow all kinds of food for the people. And we're using this ground to grow not only food for people, but energy for automobiles. And of course, I'm sure she was against automobiles. And it was an entire setup from the beginning. And it was, it was, a, it was an interestingly tough interview that they went after me on. I, I think I did a pretty good job of holding my ground, but... Uh, it was not my finest hour, not my finest interview, but yet you you had a person with an agenda, with a set deal, already going into it, and I maybe should have said when when I realized what it was, hey, you, you don't want to you don't want to hear the facts, you don't want to hear the truth, you got your own your own you know narrative here that you want to play and run, so go, just go ahead and play and run with it, you know, and and. and that 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 is interesting, but let's talk about Joe Rogan here a little bit. CNN said he used ivermectin horse dewormer, and they went about the dewormer. And of course, let's face it the the I think it's the CDC that talked about telling people not to use the horse dewormer. And oh, of course, now CNN's even kind of lying about the that lying about the lion. Um, 
because they're even talking about the cover up, or, or they're and they're trying to back out. And Don Lemon had the that what what it was. Joe Rogan did a three hour podcast with the with the doctor, like CNN's medical health expert doctor, and. Basically, and, and Joe Rogan, I kind of, I kind of, uh, he he talked. This is defamation of character. You know, he threw a few legal terms out at CNN, and I'm sure they were going on there saying, "Well, we were talking about the horse dewormer, and some people were taking horse dewormer." It. Hey, Joe Rogan took the human ivermectin. You know, hundreds of millions, if not billion, billions, billion, billions, uh, hundreds of millions, whatever the number is, people around the world has taken ivermectin, which is an anti-parasitic drug, but it also does some stuff with some other stuff that people don't really understand, but it also gets rid of all the parasites. I mean, I, I've probably got enough ivermectin on me uh, putting it on the backs of cattle that, you know what, I don't have lice or mange, probably don't have worms either. And yeah, that's the that's the cattle kind, you know. Um, it's called poron, and, you know, every every time you run the cattle through the chute, you throw some poron on them. And it just seems to really make everything better, you know. And, and I think a lot of people were thinking, well, it was worms, it was lice and mange, but but who knows what else it was doing. But whatever it was doing was positive, and that's a good thing. And I know some of you are out there saying, oh, you're doing something that you don't know anything about. Well, there's a lot of stuff that, that we know works and works really well. Vitamins, um, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, like, hey, years ago, I remember in the late 70s, they figured out that the vitamin B complex and, and primarily B12, but it was the whole B complex, that if you kind of up the level of that, you increase the number of pigs per litter in sows. That this vitamin B complex was very, very, very beneficial to, to increasing the size of litters and getting more pigs pregnant and everything else. And they didn't fully understand it, but they just knew that the vitamin B complex at high rates was very, very beneficial to the hog industry. And that's what we did. Well, uh, but, but the, the thing is, in the, you know, CNN, it, it, they, it, everybody's got video of them. And they're trying to cover themselves now. And, and yeah, Joe Rogan, he did other things besides take Ivomec. Um, you know, he he did a whole standard protocol. I think I think when the truth finally, if it ever does, if it all ever comes out, you're going to find out how about a bunch of whole a bunch of bunch of wealthy elites and probably politicians thrown in that got all kinds of treatments <clears throat> that they were probably trying to tell the average person, no, don't do that, just do this and and get a get a vaccine. Of course, they're throwing out there now that Rogan's a vaccine skeptic. Of course, Joe Rogan's saying, hey. I got COVID. I got over it. Why do I need the vaccine? I got natural immunity. Which, by the way, back when this thing started, I remember a whole bunch of people talking about natural immunity. Of course, I'll go back to my ag roots here. I think we'd have been better off if the veterinarians were running the thing versus the doctors. But that's another story for another day. And the reason being, the veterinarians deal with all kinds of disease outbreaks in animals all the time. We have a lot, you know, especially when you get in a hog in the chicken side, you got, you know, a lot of animals in, in, a, in, in not a whole lot of area. They're, they're pretty much on top of each other, kind of like living in an apartment building in China. And they kind of know how, how to do this stuff. 
and, and I'm not and I'm not coming down on all the media. There there's some media that's been very very good about this. And like I said, the the ag media don't think in any way shape or form that I'm I'm hitting anything on the ag media. I, the ag media I think has gone out of their way to try to make sure that accurate best information goes out to to their to their consumers of their information, which would be the the farmers, the ranchers, the agribusiness, you know, the kind of the whole agriculture sector. I, I think they do a very, very good job of that, of getting the information out. Whereas you, you just had CNN that had a, a political agenda with this thing, and they went after Rogan. And then Rogan, I kind of wonder why did the CNN, and, and their, their doctor today was backpedaling a lot on CNN. And, and, and if you listen to his responses, I'm sitting here going, this guy's been coached by the attorneys. Because when Rogan was talking about this defamation of characters, you people were defaming me. When you were talking about I was taking horse dewormer, no, I wasn't. He even he even had he even had a package of the human ivermectin medicine that he was taking. Showed it to the doctor. Here's here's I got a, and by the way, it was prescribed to him by a doctor. This whole thing's got a lot of moving parts to it. There's a lot of stuff in it. Uh, and I'm not getting into whether you say to get vaccinated, whether you say not to get vaccinated, whether you say, you know, this, that, and the other. I just know, and, and I can tell you, too, when this whole thing started, I was very leery of it. And then as we got farther and farther into it, you, you learned more about it. You realized, you know, like 99.9% of the people are living. You know, a, a 40-year-old vaccinated person is still more at risk from getting COVID than a young kid, but yet they're going after these young kids. And you got to remember too, you know, we talk about the industrial military complex. We talk about the the kind of industrial manufacturing complex in the country. There, there's a medical industrial complex in this country, almost a medical mafia. And if you look at a lot of places, it's big business, it's big dollars, it's big money. And a lot of people are going to make a lot of money off this vaccine and a lot of other stuff. And when you start talking about quinine, which has been around to treat malaria for years, there's no money in that. When you talk about ivomectrin, there's probably not much money in that. Now, these mono, monocultures, whatever that antibodies is, there's, I think there's big money in that thing. So I think they're going to promote the daylights out of that because they're going to go to where the big money is. You know, we, we don't we don't want to sell you this this two thousand dollar cow over here that'll have you a great and wonderful calf every year and, and we'll put meat on the table. Nah, we wanna show you we wanna sell you this twenty thousand dollar show heifer. Now, don't get me wrong, I bought a number of show heifers in my life. I bought a num- number of good cows, never bought one for twenty thousand. But, you know, it, it's it's maybe, you know, maybe maybe better to the average person, you know, hey, we can sell you this four door you know, Chevy, uh, whatever, Chevette or whatever. I don't know what the cars are anymore uh, in Chevys. But we could, we could sell you this four-door sedan that'll get your family around great and wonderful. Or, hey, we can sell you this Chevy Corvette or Camaro or whatever the high-performance car is now, and you can spend a whole lot more money. And we can make a lot more money selling that high-dollar thing, so we're going to promote the high-dollar thing. We don't want to sell the $4 things. I mean, they will. I mean, people, they're still making ivermectin. They're still making quinine. They're still making all this other stuff. 
but but this isn't this isn't what's right, what's wrong. What's this is the fact that that CNN lied about what Rogan was doing, and they did it intentionally. And I think I think if it ever gets ever looked into completely, and, and you know what, they probably won't. Probably whenever this thing's done, everybody's just going to say, "Yeah, there was a lot of really really bad stuff that went on in this deal," and everybody's just going to close the book on it and move on down the road, and and everybody be happy. Because and that's the other thing too. You start going to court over, or you start accusing people of things on this thing, and people start going to court on this thing, and then nothing but the lawyers are going to get happy and and sassy, and then the lawyer's going to make a bunch of money, and everybody else is going to be have to pay higher insurance rates and everything else. But yeah, yeah, CNN. I mean, Rogan, Rogan got him, and good for him. You know. And like I said, I, I've been interviewed from people that had agendas, and never, never once do I think I got interviewed by an ag media person that had an agenda. They just wanted to get the information out there to the producers. And you know what? Maybe mainstream media would just go out there just getting the information out to people and letting people make their own decisions and quit playing the politics on the side. Of course, you got a whole lot of politicians, you know, it's like Kumo's brother, you know, he, he's a big CNN guy, you know, and, and I get it. If you're a particular political party, you would like to have your own propaganda wing. And what better way to do that than get a whole bunch of your people working or taking over or owning a media empire? I, I get that. I understand that, you know, uh, and, and that's kind of what's went on here in a lot of these cases. And don't, believe me, I'm I'm not after government regulation on this thing. I'm I'm not even really wanting Joe Rogan to take CNN to court or do anything. I'm just wanting the average person out there to figure out that it, it's it's always been a rigged game. It's kind of been a rigged game. And, and I tell you what, you go back through the media through the years. You know there was a, you know even like the Spanish American War. There was some some newspapers that ginned up some stuff. To get some stuff going, and I think they did it partly just to get to sell newspapers. Um, you know, you you've had you've had newspapers on one side or the other for years and, and pushing agendas. I will say this: the internet has changed the world because anybody and everybody. I mean, I couldn't do what I'm doing right now. I, I could go stand on a street corner and talk to people, but I couldn't put this out on Anchor. And have a podcast and have a whole bunch of people listen to it and have people turn around and come back and comment on it. And other people tell me I'm, I'm, I'm straight on and other people say I'm way off. World's changed. And I think that's part of it, too, with, with the mainstream media. They, they don't have, you know, it's not CBS, NBC, ABC, and PBS anymore. Nah, world's changed. And I will say this, and a lot of you farmers listen to him. Rush Limbaugh changed the world. And did Limbaugh have an agenda on a lot of days? Yeah. But it was the first time you had a guy that had, you know, what, 10, 20 million people listening to him that that wasn't going along with the mainstream media. And he took a lot of money away from him. Took a ton of money away from him. And, and you spawned all kinds of other people, right and left. I mean, it, it's all over the board, but, you know, it, it may be a little bit out of bounds when you said a guy took horse dewormer 
when he took prescribed human doctor-ordered medicine. And, and that's what maybe got him caught. And, you know, and, and sometimes, of course, I can hear the attorneys never admit a mistake, never say anything, go on down the road, fight it, fight it, fight it. But maybe if CNN would just apologize to Rogan and say, hey, we were wrong. Um, Ro- Rogan's stand-up guy, he'd maybe take that. Now, he broadcast it to the world, let everybody know. But, you know, that they, they – and I tell you what, you got to remember, he's a podcaster guy, YouTuber guy. He's not on the mainstream media. They really don't like him, but then he's got a bigger audience than a lot of other people. And you've heard before, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and, and the reason I do that, I'm able to get information out there and do things. And, and I even look at a company like, you know – Pro Farmer, Farm Journal, that whole conglomerate there. You know, they got AgriTalk every morning now uh, on the podcast. They have, and they also have that same time also going out, I think, on a lot of radio stations. I listen to it on a podcast. They have that DC uh, signal with noise. Um, I, I know some, some other market advisory people that's got stuff going on all the time. Um, I mean, I listen to Louise Gardner and Spectrum Commodities about wheat and cattle all the time, and she's really good. And she doesn't she doesn't go twenty one minutes. I can maybe on the wheat because she doesn't talk about wheat that much. So when she does talk about wheat, she goes on. But the cattle, pretty much every day, and it's somewhere between five and ten minutes. And you get the facts about the cattle market, and there you go. Um. Yeah. This. This. This this whole thing about you know and yeah you know I know I know they're going to say well anybody can say anything about anybody and, and you can to a certain extent but you maybe have to be able to prove it at some point in time and and that and now at other times I found out too that when people really got upset about something that I talked about that probably meant there was a lot of truth to it. Uh, it was it was when people really weren't upset. They just called you on it and said, "No, nah, it wasn't right." That yeah, you probably were wrong. Uh, when they got upset and when they tried to go after you online and they tried to to you know run you off Twitter or do whatever, generally meant there was a lot of truth to behind whatever you were talking about, and um, that's kind of the way it goes, you know. But hey, Joe Rogan calling out CNN. Get, get the CNN doctor agreed to go on Joe Rogan, and, and that, guy, that guy was deer in the headlights for a while. And you, you can go on YouTube and, and watch it and look at it. Uh, I'm not going to throw a link up there or anything on it. I mean, you, it's, you're all big boys and girls, and you could figure out how to find the stuff that you want to find. Um, but it, but it, does, it does make for interesting viewing and watching and listening. And, you know, you can go back and hear what they originally said when he originally came down with COVID. And there was people, you could, you could hear it in their voice. They, they were kind of almost giddy that Rogan, got, that Rogan caught the COVID. But he got over it in like five, six days. You know, he talks about he had colds that were worse than the thing. And, and then you, you go listen to the clips where they were reporting about him getting better. And they were almost kind of disappointed in that. Which, which is beyond me. You want somebody to get better no matter who they are. And, and 
now they're coming back saying, no, we, we didn't say it was horse medicine. We said, well, we said it was a horse medicine, but that's because some people were taking that. You know, we, we weren't talking about the kind he was taking. I mean, talk about covering your tracks. Wow. Well, hey, I got an audience that's smarter than that. Uh, I appreciate all the listens. I appreciate the shares. It's been a been a been a really really wild fall around here, and I mean wild is we we got a lot done, and we we went a, we went a long way in a short time, and um, we uh, we got started just a little bit later than we wanted to, and then the corn was wet and didn't want to dry down, and then all of a sudden it it you know we went and cut beans for two days and came back and the corn had dried a lot, and then it just kept drying down. Um, kind, kind of when the green one out of it, it dried and dried quick. Um, but we got all the corn out now. There's still some corn in the neighborhood. Uh, a couple guys had some issues with, with combines breaking down. They had issues getting the parts. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had an individual that's been involved in, in the agriculture industry for, oh gosh, 20 years. And of course, he 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 runs a trade association, so he's got everybody yelling at him from every different direction. Um, and he's like, "You probably want to stock up because this this he's not sure we've seen the worst of all this." And then on top of it, Judy just was mentioned in here before I started this podcast. She goes, "Oh, a couple more months, it'll be dark by now." And I'm sitting there going, "Oh gosh, I don't want to even talk about that." Well, hey. This is the smartest audience in agriculture. I appreciate doing these. I appreciate you folks listening to them. I appreciate you sharing them. Uh, we'll talk about a lot of this stuff that's going on right now. I mean, John Deere on strike. I mean, you know, the, the energy stuff that's going on. Uh, it's it's a it's a wild world out there, folks. And there's there's a lot there's a lot of moving parts. A lot of things that we got to be careful of. But hey. That's it for this Thursday, the 14th October. Thanks for listening.